This episode is brought to you by Crisp. What is Crisp? It is a software that automatically mutes background noise in any communication app. No more embarrassing dog barks, traffic noises, crying babies, and family chatters when you are doing your calls from home or the nearby cafe. With Crisp, those noises will be muted and your caller will not be able to hear any of them. Not only is it able to remove your background noises, it can also even remove the ones coming from your caller. So all you get is high-quality audio without the distractions. Crisp supports any devices and over 800 apps such as Zoom, Teams and WebEx. It is perfect for professionals working from home or public workspaces without worrying about background noises. Try out the world's best AI-powered noise-cancelling technology for free. Simply go to adriantan.com.sg slash crisp to get started. You won't regret this. This episode is also brought to you by Grammarly. Compose bold, clear, mistake-free writing with Grammarly's AI-powered writing assistant. With Grammarly, your grammar will be perfect every time, whether it is a business proposal, emails, or your resumes. It automatically points out grammatical mistakes and provides a one-click feature to make that correction for you. From grammar and spelling to tone and style, Grammarly helps you eliminate errors and find the perfect words to express yourself. Grammarly works on Gmail, Twitter, LinkedIn, and all your favorite sites. It even works on your phone and tablet too. Now everyone can be a great writer and write brilliantly. Get started for free and find out what you can accomplish with the power of Grammarly at your fingertips. Go to adriantan.com.sg slash Grammarly to download Grammarly onto your devices today. Hey everyone, welcome to the Adrian Tan Show. This is my podcast where I have deep conversations with the people who are enabling organizations to become ready for the future of work. My guests include the mindfulness coach, the folks behind Singapore's most popular investment app and many more. They all have one thing in common and that is to help level up your organizations through your people. My guest today is Daniel Callaghan. He's the CEO of Verimark and managing partner at the Workplace Accelerator. Verimark is a category leader in the space of career credential verification and management. They enable companies around the world to hire with greater confidence and reduce risk through checking the integrity and data points of candidates' claims during the hiring process. They also provide the candidates with a career passport so that the industry can eliminate repetitive and wasteful checks and have a smoother hiring process. A Brit in Singapore for three years now, Daniel came here to run the corporate innovation and ventures arm for a global recruitment company across APEC before deciding to return to entrepreneurship. He has been in HR Tech for a decade now, having set up the first venture straight out of business school. He launched a global freelance marketplace that was an early mover in disrupting the professional service market, which is still going strong. Please welcome my guest, Daniel Callahan. Hi, Daniel. Thank you for coming on to the show. Hi, Adrian. Thanks for having me. Let's start by telling us more about Verimark and what problem is it trying to solve? So, so Verimark is, is an early player in the pre-employment uh, and background screening space. Essentially, we let companies have much better hiring confidence through being able to check the credentials uh, and integrity of prospective employees. Uh, that might mean doing checks on their employment or academic or, or criminal or credit histories. One of the key areas that Verimark stands out globally, actually, however, is in a leader in the, in the new category of credential management. And we do that by having a blockchain-based career passport that actually then enables the candidate 
to take those completed checks uh, and reuse them throughout their career. So essentially a reference check after it's being done, one would not need to revisit that again, unlike what is being done right now. So you have it in your central depository where future employers could just easily gain access and get all those information in real time. And that, of course, helped to shorten the recruitment cycle. Is yeah, that right? That's correct. So the problem with the background screening industry is, is one, it's, it's, you know, it's been devoid of innovation for, for a little while now. But also, you know, it's a very time-consuming, very manual, very slow process right? that is often extremely pen and paper driven. So in, in the first instance, Verimark completely starts to automate and digitize all of that. Right? So it's a super slick, easy to use interface. It's very intuitive. You know, it's, it's heavily API and AI driven in order to make sure that we're getting consistent and fast results checked delivered all of the time. What we then do is obviously take that information and the, the confirmation of those checks uh, and hash that and store it on the, the Ethereum mainnet. Uh, and then give the access to those verified points of data back to the CAN. So if you think about the future of work and the way the world is going and all that sort of good stuff, you know, a young person now who's going to change job 15 to 20 times shouldn't have to prove that they went to university 15 to 20 times, right? or shouldn't have to suffer the four weeks or six weeks delays that can often take traditional providers to verify that data point. So through Verimark, with what we call spots or single points of trust, our credential management platform enables them to share the proof that this check has already been done and ultimately help the company get the person started faster with a much better hiring experience for the candidate. One of the key issues when it comes to reference check would, of course, be the fact that uh, most people would naturally nominate people who would say great things about them. Uh, I definitely would not send in my, my enemy at the previous workplace as my referee. So how do you ensure that or work around the fact that people may just possibly nominate people who would just say great things about them? Sure. I mean, you'd be surprised that some people who do quite happily clearly give their workplace enemy as a reference. And, you know, you've got to, you've got to wonder about those, uh, the potential of those employees as well. But uh, yeah, it's, it's true. Right? And it's, it's undeniable. If you're asking people to give you references, you're more than likely to, to only get people who are going to say nice things about you. Uh, and in many instances, and for many companies, Reference checking is not so much uh, about finding out something new, but rather just confirming what they already hope they know. And is also a compliance exercise. It is a, a box ticking exercise that needs to be done. And if you were having to do it manually, it would obviously take a lot, a lot of time. And therefore, very much automation and this streamlined process in which we can help you tick those boxes is, is a key attractive point of our offering. On the other hand, you mentioned about automating the process. So I imagine that unlike the process I went through recently, your customer would not need to, or your user would not have to fill in any, any form, open any documents. Everything would be done in a digital manner. I would assume something like a type form kind of, kind of uh, UI for them to complete and submit. Yeah, type form, but prettier. Right. Yeah, but no, it's, it's, it's very much... So it's, it's about taking the, it's, again, it's about making the whole process as streamlined and as easy for both the, the hiring company and for the, the candidate. So for the, you know, just to, to round out on the, on the previous point, you know, reference checks are just one part of, you know, 40, 50 plus checks that now Verimark offers. So for companies who would, would agree that reference checks might not give you the clearest insight, 
Well, actually, that's why they would also do employment history checks where you would go to the, the HR team as opposed to the, the recommended contacts uh, and find out you know, if, the, if the information provided was accurate and, and true from that respect, as well as you might want to do a, a blend of sort of social media checks or global sanction checks or to find out a whole number of data points rather than just the, the candidate provided referees. Motivated you to be involved with Veramark in this specific reference background checking space? Well, for me, I was before founding Veramark or joining the team at Veramark, I was running the digital innovation and investments arm for one of the world's largest recruitment companies and heading up that division across APAC. And it just seemed there was an inordinate amount of manual time being spent waiting for people to be able to start work because of the background screening process. Uh, and very clearly, a lot of the traditional incumbents were just making it a very painful process for everyone involved. Uh, and given that, you know, you know I, I think if you look at, again, if you look at the, the major macro trends within the, the world of work, uh, you have people increasingly working on a gig basis or increasingly young professionals choosing to work on an independent profile, you know, independent professional basis. You know people are always going to continue to embellish uh, the truth when applying for jobs and even more so in this difficult economic circumstance. So there's going to be a growing market need. There's clearly a pain point. The trends are that people are going to need to do it more often as they switch jobs and therefore need to prove how good they are time and time again. And then finally, you know, one you know, compliance and regulation is only going to grow. Unfortunately, the, it doesn't get less compliant heavy. And therefore, this, the need for these checks are also going to grow. You put all of those together and combine it, you know, I think it makes a very attractive opportunity for the future. And certainly with what we think is a market leading innovation around the career credential passport means that we can really start to open up a whole new field in terms of category credential management and a very exciting category for the future. I would imagine that your solution will be very industry agnostic. Would it be level agnostic as well? Would this same solution be suitable for an entry level recruit versus hiring your next CFO? Yeah, absolutely. So there are obviously certain industries where background screening is more prevalent than others. So, for example, the financial service industry, you know, by law, everyone has to be screened, whereas in the, you know, the food and retail industry, it's it's less less needed. But you know, our, our clients range from some of the top management consultancies in the world who use it for their partners, as well as some of the, you know, the, the world's leading fast food restaurants as well who use it for some of their servers. So, you know, it's entirely customizable to whatever... Uh, client or industry uh, requirements dictate. And how do you charge right now? We charge very simply on a per candidate per check basis, with some components being even more affordable if they choose to do so on a subscription basis rather than on a transactional basis. Based on your extensive experience in this field, could you share with us some interesting insights? For example, which industry or specific functions carry out the most number of checks? Well, certainly the, the regulated industries. There are other ones that by far and away carry out the, the, the greatest number of checks. The financial services industry makes up the bulk of the, the entire industry. And then obviously you have things like engineering and medical. I mean, the last thing you'd want to do is find out that your, your doctor wasn't a doctor. So they, they all obviously have to do checks, as do, do nurses and such, who have all been doing a great job during this period. So there, there are clearly some you know, obvious industries where they have to do checks. 
and the like. But uh, there was an interesting and, and quite alarming statistic that you know, there, there were more fake PhDs sold last year than there were earned in the world. And uh, if, if you think that, uh, that actually applies not only to, to people who have upgraded their, their MA or MSc rather in computer science to a PhD in computer science, but to people who are building bridges and performing heart surgery, it's a little worrying. It is. It is very worrying and also very interesting as well to know that the more of this PhD is going around. But moving on to the next part, I'd like to understand how Verimark is handling the current situation that is created by the pandemic. It has definitely affected quite a number of organizations out there. And given that you are supporting the recruitment function, has it, has it actually affected your business in any way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, you know, one, we're sort of in a very fast-growing business in the sector, but you don't need to do background checks if, you know, or if you're not really hiring. So during April and sort of mid-March to April uh, and early May, when the whole world was on hiatus during the hiring freeze, then obviously we had a lot of time to sort of work out our own internal processes and just make sure that we were in a better position coming out of the the whole pandemic but uh, i think now actually and you can see it in the number of job postings that are going on the platforms and such you're, you're starting to see hiring volumes return quite significantly which is great for for both us and obviously the the broader economy has there been any key moments in your journey that reinforced to you that you're on the right track i think so we you know, we're we're a big believer in customer success uh, and customer service even more so than customer success so we you know, consistently ask our clients for feedback. We take our net promoter score, uh, which is an indicator of, of you know, how pleased our clients are, very seriously. We, in fact, we get, ref- you know, we get a one to five rating from, from all of the referees who go through the process. And you know, so, the, so the, daily, the daily feedback and pulse that we, we get and you know, collect back from those users and the five-star ratings and the, the comments you know, around how easy and simple the process is we make it are, are really the sort of the, the daily milestones that we go through to, to know that we're on the right track. Yeah. Besides Singapore, which other countries are you currently having an operational presence in? So as a service, we do checks all over the world. You know, we, we, we cover everywhere from America and Canada, obviously all of Latin America. I don't think we've done any checks in Africa as of yet, but other than that, we, you know, again, we've certainly covered all, all if not the majority of Europe and, and Asia, Pacific and China are sort of where Heartland is. Operationally, in a physical presence, we have teams in London, Singapore, Hong Kong, Philippines, uh, and India now, uh, just onboarding someone in Australia as well. So all of that's going very well. But as I say, from a client perspective, we've got clients in more than 10 countries, including the Middle East and now Japan as well, and can you know, continue to, you know, our expectation and certainly our, our view is that you know, Verimark was a global business from day one will continue to build it as such. Good to know. So as we inch towards the end of 2020, going to 2021, what's next on the roadmap for Verimark? Well, I mean, our, our mission and vision is really just to help the world trust, trust far, faster. We want the to make it a much more streamlined and easier means for, for those who have been checked not to have to repeat those checks. There's, a, there's an interesting statistic in the industry that around one in three people essentially lie when applying for jobs. And that might be whether it's on their academic credentials, it might be 
becoming a sales manager, turning himself into a sales director. We're building Veramark for the other two, the other two people who haven't lied. Uh, and therefore, for us, again, it's, it's how do we start to take these career passports and, and really evangelize the ability for, for people now to, to share proven credentials anywhere beyond the world of work, right? So it's, you know, if, if a bank asks you to, to prove that you've got employment or you're trying to rent a flat or get a car loan, how can you start to use some of these proven credentials through Veramark's passport okay, in other areas of your life? And for us, that's you know, not only uh, the continuing journey of becoming the world's uh, most innovative background screening platform, but also helping the career passport become a living, breathing utility out in the world. With companies slowly picking up hiring, as well as a potential forecast for the COVID-19 vaccine to be available in Q1 of next year, yeah, uh, would there be plans to scale up to accommodate potential growth? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, we're, we're, we're constantly hiring and, and ramping up at the moment. And we're seeing sort of month for month triple digit growth, which obviously is, you know, is not sustainable, but it is, is very much an indicator of not a, the, the, you know, the, the market returning, but also the strength of the proposition of, of Veramark within, you know, within the market. So, yeah, we, we have you know, high expectations for 2021 and we'll, you know, based on the results to date, you know, I think they're all all very tangible. I understand you are involved with Workplace Accelerator. That sounds like a very interesting initiative. Could you share more about that? Yeah, certainly. So the Workplace Accelerator is Asia Pacific's first dedicated HR tech growth and investment program. Ultimately, we wanted to help more companies get access to the latest HR tech or become aware of the latest HR tech out there as well as support some of the, the early stage businesses in the ecosystem to get faster access to clients. So we've built out a 16-week program that's now in progress and is, 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 is launched with its first cohort of, of seven businesses. Uh, and so far, it's going great guns. That's interesting. And could you, could you share more about this few cohorts? What kind of space, what kind of tech, what kind of solution are, are they looking at? Sure. So there's seven businesses I mentioned in total. We cover four categories of HR tech that have been selected. They range from talent management to talent acquisition to productivity and collaboration to core HR. The, the businesses within the, the accelerator are, are very diverse. There's, there's none of a, from a competing sectors at all or categories. And they range from microtransit commuting platform that helps companies run private bus networks for their employees to an OKR, uh, so an objectives and key results platform to help companies align goals whilst working remotely to the world or rather Asia's largest culture directory to help companies uh, really express what it's like to work in their firm uh, and attract the best talent. And it just as a small selection uh, identification. There's also businesses that operate like Zettel, which operate in the, in the payroll financing space uh, and make sure that every company can pay their, their, their teams on time, as well as platforms like PMAPS, which is a psychometric, a psychometric personality-based testing that uses photos to run the tests. So it's extremely easy across all levels and languages to use and can also test for linguistic capabilities to make sure you know, people have the right level of English fluency or are speaking with a, 
an appropriately American accent in, in certain industries where that's a requirement and such. So yeah, it's a really exciting bunch of businesses. They're all revenue generating, all have you know a, a pretty impressive bunch of clients, uh, and they're all growing very quickly. With your senior role at Verima, I can imagine you already have your hands full. What motivated you to get involved or create this Workplace Accelerator? So the Workplace Accelerator is powered by Verimark. Essentially, I think it's our part in Verimark as, as believers in, in, in innovation and it's certainly a more digital HR landscape that you know, we, we should try and take on that, that, that role of, of championing you know, the next generation of solutions uh, as well as championing the category. You know, for us, the if you, if you look at HR tech as an investment category, I think in Southeast Asia, it's relatively under undercovered, despite the massive potential. You know, it's a $50 billion annual Asian market. You know, it delivers better returns than e-commerce or content plays or marketplace businesses. And yet, because you know, it's, it's not your traditional e-commerce or logistics business, uh, a lot of investors don't give it as much attention as it deserves. So the Workplace Accelerator is our opportunity really to try and elevate the category as well as some of these businesses uh, and awareness from a client perspective. That's interesting. And could you share more about this program outline? What exactly did the startup go through during these few weeks? Yeah, so it's 16 weeks in total. We've broken the program down in, into three segments. The first being learn the second being execute and the third being raise in the you know the, the program has one is hyper specialized on hr tech right so and hyper specialized on businesses in southeast asia so the first thing we did was build out an operating partner network of, of 12 very senior proven players and entrepreneurs or functional leaders and experts with hr tech experience who have all committed to spending a lot of time delivering masterclasses and one-to-ones with the businesses to help them round out whatever areas need rounding out. Uh, so that's that's mostly what this first month has been about. The the second tranche is where we've actually also built out what is now close to about 100 client mentors who are all senior HR leaders and talent acquisition leaders or, or ecosystem leaders. So from you know players from Cornerstone On Demand or smart recruiters are all on board and have, have committed to, to spending time meeting the businesses and then telling them you know, how their pitch resonates, you know, how they can refine and finesse their, their product and such to, to get the most traction. And that, that's really what the second phase of the program all, is all about. And then the third phase, which is raise, is where we start to actually start putting them back out into the investment community. So we have speakers from you know, the managing partners from Monk's Hill or, or Golden Gate and a whole range of other investors from the venture capital community as well as angels who are very active in the HR tech space who will then be meeting with the businesses and then not only giving feedback but ultimately hopefully writing checks at the end of the day. I really applaud your initiative in this space because HR tech is something that definitely requires a lot more support from the ecosystem given how impactful it is through an organisation although many people would not be able to tell in a very direct way. So would that be another run coming up or, the, or being planned? Yeah, I mean, so just on, on the first point, I mean, I, I completely agree. Right? I mean, we the, one of the real catalysts for, for doing the Workplace Accelerator when we did was one, COVID, which has completely changed the landscape of work for certainly the immediate and most likely the permanent future. But also you know, around April when we had the, the race riots in, in the States, 
becoming very prominent. You know, HR tech really has the ability to, to influence how you know, people hire, the social agenda, biases that may exist consciously or unconsciously, you know, the financial wellness or the, you know, the mental wellness that goes through being put through extreme situations like COVID or finding yourself unemployed. Uh, and all of those are areas actually where HR tech can play a part in a solution. And it's not the solution, but it's certainly uh, a contributing component an enabler to a, a solution. Uh, I think that really often forgets, you know, people mistake HR tech to be about payroll or that they think it's about, you know, sick leave. And it, of course it is, but it is actually so much more than that and, and pretty pervasive in, a, in actually how we then, you know, you know, how it can affect the rest of society. With regard to will there be a, a second programme? I mean, there'll definitely be uh, a second and third cohort, but our, our sort of ambition is, uh, to make the Workplace Accelerator a, a global ecosystem. So, again, given how focused we are, if you were to run this program every two to you know, twice a year or such, you'd end up just recycling a lot of the same applications. So the intent will be to, to run the second cohort, perhaps in Dubai and cover off the Middle East or, or UK and London, where our networks are pretty strong, uh, and then turn it into a, a, a more global ecosystem where you know the 100-plus mentors we have in Southeast Asia can mingle and, and share views and learnings with the, the 100 mentors that we'd get out in, in, in Europe as well, as well as provide a bridge for businesses, you know, the ventures going both ways and crossing continents. For startups that are keen to learn more about Workplace Accelerator, where should they go to? They can definitely check out the Workplace Accelerator website. It's too long to spell, but it's just www.workplaceaccelerator.com. Or again, you know, feel free to contact me at my Veramark address or via the Contact Us page on the website. For people who are interested to learn more about Veramark, where should they start? I think our website's uh, pretty informative. So if you go to www.veramark.com, Veramark's V-E-R-E-M-A-R-K.com, or alternatively, they can always reach out to me. I'm at, I'm at dan at veramark.com. And then you know there's a there's a great blog out there. There's there's a lot of articles written about the background screening industry as well as what we we think the future of the the industry looks like. But you know we'd be we'd be happy to speak to anyone in person. Good to know. All this and more will be added to the show notes at the end of this episode. And Daniel, back to you. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. I wish you continued success in your journey with Verma. Great, thanks very much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can refer to the show notes for links to more information about our guests and their businesses. If you enjoyed this podcast, you'll be helpful to give a review on iTunes or follow me on Spotify. If you're using Overcast, please hit the star button under the episode. That will help get this podcast and the episodes out to more people who may find it useful. I will see you in the next episode of The Agent Tan Show.